Welcome to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a safe place for healing conversations that educate and empower you to prioritize your dreams, revolutionize your family, and personalize your faith. I'm your host, Dr. Julie Hanks, a therapist and coach offering online courses and programs to help women all over the world heal themselves and their relationships. Join me here every week as I coach a listener through a specific challenge and empower them with tools to improve their lives and your life. With me today on the show, I am happy to welcome Cami. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Happy to have you. What is your question for me today? Um, So I guess it really comes down to assertiveness. Um, Mm. I've really worked a lot in my relationship, especially my marriage, to be able to assert myself and ask for what I need. And I feel like I have it down with my husband and Mm. we have really good communication. But in a lot of my other relationships, I have a really hard time just setting boundaries or telling people what I need from them because I worry about being mean or ungrateful. So I'd love some help with how to practice that in other relationships. Okay. Tell me what that would be like for you if someone did think you were mean or ungrateful. (laughs) I know I care a lot about what people think of me. And I really Mm -hmm. am, I guess, proud of the fact that people think I'm nice and kind and easy to get along with. Like I Mm -hmm. value that about myself. And so I think when even if it's not something they've said, even if I just think that they would see me as not those things, it like, it hits my self-worth. I feel like not Mm. the things that make me proud, if that makes sense. Yeah. So if someone thought that you were selfish or mean, or that would really impact how you saw yourself and how you felt about yourself. Yeah, definitely. Okay. As you go through life, You will come across people who will think you're mean and who will think you're selfish and who will think that you're, you know, not a nice person. So what are you going to do? Well, I I really want to be able to let go of the anxiety and the guilt, I guess, that Mm -hmm. it makes me feel because I know I can't control that. I know I, I can't continue to give all this energy to making people see me a certain way when they're in control of what they see in me. It doesn't matter what I do. And so I want to be able to let go of the like negative emotions that are associated with it because I can recognize that I don't need to feel that way or that it's not doing me any good, but the emotions are still there and that's really uncomfortable. So it sounds like your head knows that it's not your business, what other people think of you and that you can't really control that. But there's a part of your heart that doesn't really feel that yet. Yeah, definitely. And so it's, it's frustrating to feel like I know it and I know logically that I don't need to worry about it, but it's still just like, it hits me so hard and bugs me. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. I think this is just a skill That over time, as you practice being assertive and setting boundaries, that it will become more and more comfortable for you. So I don't think you need to work on just the feelings, you know, feeling more confident before you set boundaries. I think you need to feel what you feel and set the boundary and that that's going to help you develop the ability to, um, to tolerate when people maybe aren't happy with you. Yeah, I think that's true because I think I tend to just avoid those situations Mm -hmm. where I might have to 
set boundaries so that I just don't have to feel the feelings, but it makes sense that I just might have to feel them anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So is there a situation where you are avoiding setting a boundary right now? Yeah. So the one that comes to mind is my, I have two little boys and my dad is an amazing grandpa, mm. but he likes to bring tons and tons of clothes for the boys. Mm-hmm. He goes like thrift shopping. He's really into it. And he'll just bring me tons and tons of clothes. And I am a minimalist. I don't like to have a bunch of junk. Um, mm-hmm. And I want to tell him mm-hmm. not to bring me any more clothes because I just end up like donating them eventually, or I have to do a bunch more laundry, but he is so helpful and supportive and he watches my kids and he mm. um, helps me so much that I don't want to seem ungrateful for that thing because I know he's just showing love for me and my kids. Yeah. So there's that ungrateful word again. Have you been called ungrateful before? Um, sorry. It's okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I think it was a theme in my childhood with my parents my parents are divorced now but um anytime I had uh they used to call it talking back anytime I had anything to say about anything it was why can't you just be grateful for what we're doing for you Mm. and it hurt me that they didn't know that I was grateful um but that I was trying to communicate something yeah so they equated you expressing yourself with lack of gratitude when yeah, those are disrespect. separate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Those are totally separate things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of pain there. No yeah. wonder you're afraid of, of people thinking you're ungrateful because that hurts. Yeah. And it's my relationship with my parents has changed and improved a lot since I've been <laughs> an adult, but um, those fears are still there, especially because even now when they don't have to be as involved in my life they are and they try really hard to support me yeah um and so that's the last thing I want them to think yeah okay so this is really about little Cami being hurt and not being heard by mom and dad and having them call you ungrateful when you were just trying to have an opinion and share your feelings yeah <laughs> it sounds like you've right. always been grateful I think so I feel like yeah. I have <laughs> yeah so it, it totally makes sense that it would be hard to set a boundary with your dad because of that fear that of him kind of shutting you down or calling you ungrateful or thinking poorly of you. So this is a good opportunity to speak up for younger Cammy, who couldn't get that message across because she was met with, you're ungrateful. You needed your parents when you were little. But yeah, (laughs) you don't, you don't need them to survive anymore. They're helpful. You love them. You, you appreciate them, but you don't need them to survive. Right. So you, you can take care of younger Cammy by setting boundaries now. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) It's scary. (laughs) It's really scary. So do you want to do a role play? Uh, Maybe you be your dad and I'll be you and we can play around with possibilities of how you might say it yeah that would be very helpful sometimes I feel like my words just get lost in those conversations (laughs) okay so let's let's do that 
you do you want to bring me a bunch of clothes and say oh yes okay oh look I have I found so many cute things at Goodwill this week and I just thought the boys would look so cute in them so here you go (laughs) dad thank you so much for thinking of us and for thinking of my boys you are an awesome grandpa and they don't need any more clothes and it's really hard for me to tell you this because I know it's out of love but I would appreciate if you didn't bring them more clothes and if you could show your love just by being here because that's enough for us okay (laughs) (laughs) it's funny I I can't picture him saying anything else but that to that you know would he just say okay I kind of think he would. I don't yeah. think he would fight me on it and be like, no, they do need more clothes. <laughs> yeah. And you could you could also bring in, you know, I really try to to keep just the minimum that we need here so I can stay on top of things or keep things organized. And that would really help me, Dad. Yeah, well, and I think I could he he has a room at his house for my boys. And I think I could maybe even say something like, maybe you could just keep these at your house for if they get messy or need a change of clothes. You just have stuff there. So I don't have to send it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that, so what if he says, <laughs> what if he says you sound really ungrateful? Um, I think I would just correct him and say, I, I am so grateful for you. Mm. I am so grateful. And I know that you do so much for me. I just don't want you to do something that isn't helping me because I know that's what you're trying to do. Yay, I want to clap. I'm going to clap. Yay. (laughs) It sounds so much easier than it feels. (laughs) Right. That's because your younger self was so hurt. And she's still, she's still in you. She's still with you. But as you practice this skill, it will get more and more comfortable. It's just, you haven't had the practice of doing that and speaking up to your parents because they shut you down. Yeah. I have a question for you. I know that like I'm in charge of holding my boundaries. So if I set the boundary that I don't want any more clothes, do you have any ideas of how I could enforce that? I don't necessarily think this would happen, but the next time if he brings me more clothes, what can I do to like hold that boundary? Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Hey dad, I know it's out of love, but remember last time you did this, I asked you not to. So you'll need to take these back to your car and you know, give them to someone else or keep them at your house. Sucks to think of having to repeat a difficult conversation. but uh. Right. <laughs> but that's part of being a grown-up and it's yeah. part of setting boundaries, right? Is, is having to repeat it and then, you know, take action if they don't, if they don't respond. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Any other questions for me, Cammie? Can I run another relationship scenario by sure. you in that same yeah. vein? I have a sister and brother-in-law who are wonderful, amazing, love them, but they are very, they want to be very involved in our lives and Mm. in our decision-making and in our finances. And my husband and I are working on setting boundaries with them because Mm -hmm. it's gotten to a point where we don't even want a relationship with them. We'll see them and we just go, I don't want to be around them anymore. And I don't want that for me or for my kids. Yeah. So I consider myself kind of non-confrontational. I have a really hard time with these conversations, hence why I'm talking yeah. to you. <laughs> and my sister-in-law is very confrontational and very mm. 
kind of aggressive in those conversations. Okay. And so it's another one of those, maybe not the same like hurt little cami, but it's difficult for me to be, or maybe it is the same thing. It's difficult for me to feel like someone is being aggressive towards me. Mm. And it's hard to hold my boundary when it is someone that I feel like would fight back. I don't necessarily feel like my dad would fight back to me Mm -hmm. if Mm -hmm. I just said it, but I feel like my sister-in-law might. (laughs) Okay. So what boundary would you like to set with them? Um, that we won't be discussing finances, like my husband's salary or what we're paying for our house, our car. I don't want to talk about any of those numbers. Okay. So next time that comes up, what could you say? I think it comes back to that, like not wanting to be rude again, Mm because she asks me a direct question of, so what is Chandler making these days? But I think I would, I would say, I really don't feel comfortable sharing that Mm -hmm. with you. Yeah. Period. <laughs> yes. And, and I would, I want you to say it again, but with more confidence and just more with a period at the end and strength. Can you say that again? Yeah. I really don't feel comfortable sharing that with you. Yay. That was, <laughs> that was great. And that's I have a hard all- time not justifying it and wanting to go, but I love you. And it's not because of anything. And we're happy. Like I, right. my brain wants to justify. <laughs> and that's, that might be a cue that to continue the conversation and escalate the conversation with someone who tends to be aggressive. So the shorter, the better with people like that. Okay. That makes sense. (laughs) You don't owe any explanation. You do not have to talk to anybody about your finances, including family, and you don't owe them an explanation. Yeah. I think I worry that that will somehow make the relationship not as close. Like Mm -hmm. if I'm not sharing that information that we won't I don't know that we won't be as close anymore. I think that's the Mm -hmm. fear with that one. Yeah. So you may not be as close in the same way that they know your finances. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But that may be a good thing. Yeah, that's true. Because you are being you. You're using your voice that you felt like you couldn't use when you were younger. You can use it now. Yeah. And that fear of being rejected, that's real. And I want you to practice the boundaries anyway. Yeah. And and see and feel it and be like, oh, this is scary. And you know, (laughs) talk to your husband about it. And like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I said no to her. And yeah. um, And just but it it makes sense that you're saying practice because as I think about it, that's really why it goes so well with my husband. I was so confused why, like, why am I so good at this with you? But I'm not with anybody else. And it's Mm -hmm. because I practice and I know what the reaction is and he's open to it and it, our relationship has gotten closer. So I guess it just is that practice that I've mm-hmm. been forced to have with him that I've been avoiding with other people. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't think you're ungrateful. No, he doesn't. Right? He doesn't. And he doesn't think you're mean. Yeah. I think he's grateful that I say the things because mm-hmm. then he knows. Right. So you can think of it as being authentic and that you being very clear with your boundaries is actually kind, not mean. Yeah. Because it teaches people where those lines are for you and then they can respect those and you can, you can be you, they can be them and you can move forward with the relationship. Yeah. I think something else I struggle with with having these conversations is that I do, as you saw a little bit ago, I get very, very emotional Mm. when I have to, um, quote unquote, be mean. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So sometimes I feel like my 
boundary or the words that I'm trying to say get lost because I get so overwhelmed with what I'm trying to say and the uncomfortableness Mm. of the conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't want my emotions to undermine what I'm asking for. Yeah. Yeah. That's really great. So that has to do with self-soothing. So being able to calm yourself down. So a simple thing you can do is just take a couple of breaths before you speak. Just in through your nose, out through your mouth. Just take a second. And I want you to reframe in your mind. This is about being strong, not mean. It's about you being strong. Boundaries are kind. (laughs) I've seen that. I've seen it with my husband. They Mm -hmm. make it makes our relationship better. I just yeah, it's still scary. (laughs) It is scary. So trust that in these other relationships and watch. Watch what happens with curiosity. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It's just, it's hard when I get so flustered when those emotions come up. So I'll definitely mm-hmm. practice some of those self-soothing things because that's when I feel like I lose it. If I start to feel like tears coming, I'm just like, never mind, I'm good. <laughs> and remember, Kami, you do not have to say it right then if you feel overwhelmed. You you can wait I mean, with the, hey, what's your salary? You kind of have to do it right then because you're not going to answer. But but if possible, you can wait and go back to it. Hey, remember last week when you brought those clothes, dad? Or remember when you asked about our finances and I kind of avoided that conversation? Here, you know, it's because I'm not comfortable talking about it. So you can go back to things too. That's good to, that's good to just like hear because I think sometimes I, the, the, situation comes up where I need to address it and I miss it for whatever reason I avoid it and then I feel like I missed it now I have to wait for the next time that uncomfortable thing happens so Mm. a good thing for my brain to hear it makes sense it seems obvious but it's good for my brain to hear like no you can just bring it up again yeah you can bring (laughs) it up you're ready (laughs) so you can go toward the awkward instead of away from the awkward yeah Right. You're used to going away. (laughs) It doesn't, it doesn't catch me off guard then. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. So has this been helpful for you? Yeah. I feel, feel ready to have some of those conversations. I know it'll make my life better. (laughs) Awesome. So what are some take homes that you're going to take from our conversation today? I really appreciated the insight into little Cammy and the mm-hmm. role that that's playing in not just my relationship with my parents, but all my relationships that mm-hmm. I don't want to be ungrateful and unkind, not only because I value it, but because I felt like I wasn't before. So I'm trying to yeah. overcompensate for that. And mm-hmm. I don't need to, mm-hmm. I can know that I'm grateful and it, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, good. That, and setting these boundaries is going to make these relationships better and it's mm-hmm. kind and it's, it's good for me and for them. Yeah, it's strong, it's authentic. So reframe it instead of mean as as kind, authentic. And and I just want to add, I love what you what you've shared. I want to add just practice makes it more comfortable. And like you've experienced with your husband, practice yeah. makes it more comfortable. And you didn't get a chance to practice being assertive and expressing yourself when you were growing up. It's okay that you're learning. (laughs) Yeah. Have to go towards the uncomfortable instead of keeping. Yeah. Go towards the awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Well, wonderful. I'm glad this has been helpful for you, Cammie. Thank you so much for your time today. Yeah. Thank you so much. 
Thank you for listening to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a podcast helping real women seek solutions to life's biggest challenges. If you'd like to learn more, you can connect with me on social media at Dr. Julie Hanks and at drjuliehanks.com, where you'll find information about virtual groups, coaching, and online courses. For therapy services in Utah, visit wasatchfamilytherapy.com. And if you are enjoying this podcast, please subscribe, rate on Apple Podcasts, and share it with your friends and family. Thanks so much for listening. Have you ever thought, hey, I want to talk to Dr. Julie Hanks about this question? Well, now's your chance. I want to have you on my podcast. So email hello at drjuliehanks.com with your question and the reason why you want to be on the podcast. And we may just choose you for a free coaching session.